0: Bitcoin changes absolutely everything. Hello beautiful people. First things first, a big shout out each and every one of you for tuning in. I hope you've been soaking up all the value we've been dishing out in every episode. Now here's the scoop. We're all about keeping things chill and ad free. Yep, you heard it right. No pesky ads interrupting your listening experience. We're all in on this value for value model. Oh, but wait, there's more ever heard of podcasting 2.0 we're talking about apps like breeze and fountain tune in with those apps and guess what while you're enjoying our banter you're earning sats and here's a twist you can use those sats to give us a boost or stream them our way it's like high-fiving us through the airwaves but hey the fun doesn't stop there you can also support the show by subscribing and sharing it with your friends and family all right folks now it's show time What's in there? Only what you take with you. Hey, V. Thanks for making the time. Welcome to the show. I mean, we got chatting a little before hitting the record button even, but sort of can uh, dive straight into it. you want to give a bit of a background about yourself?
1: Sure, man. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah, I come from about 25 years of cybersecurity, encryption, and privacy background, and I bring a lot of that uh, knowledge into the Bitcoin space, in which I've been a little over five years now, um, uh, diving deep down the rabbit hole, uncovering the truth about money and you know everything that comes along with it, and trying to onboard an orange pill and save, if you want, as many individuals as I can possibly can. So it's been a very exciting journey. It's uh, there's a lot of new things that you know. I even learn you know regularly because it's such mm. a fascinating and progressive technology. And we're living in historic times, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, uh, mm. it's both like a bless. It's both like a blessing and a curse <laughs> to right. you know, a- at the same time, a blessing in the sense that we've never seen anything so life changing like Bitcoin before and uh, cursed in the sense that we are you know living through you know tyrannical hell like we've never known before so Uh, you know it's a bit like the the yin and the yang effect here but you know i'm really happy we have bitcoin because without it i honestly don't know what kind of life we'd have
0: yep 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 100 percent. i mean yeah yeah, uh, just just before i unpack that i forgot to make a note as uh, yeah just for the people listening we are recording at block height 810267 given like i'm based in australia and like people are listening from all different parts probably released this after few uh, like a week or two so yeah just so that we know and today is like when we had a nice pump in the price i guess you could say yeah, just it's just a, a beautiful
1: pump in the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful pump in the price. I mean, this was <laughs> it's expected, but nobody really knows when, right? When, it's like yeah. the hidden the, the hidden surprise.
0: Yes. V. Uh, so yeah, yeah. You wanna if it's okay with you, you want to share a bit more about your cyber security background. And yeah, absolutely. And while you do that, maybe sort of take us down the path of when you found Bitcoin as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I've been in cybersecurity for for a long time. And I've always been attracted to, you know, that that sector because this is, this is what I started off with. I mean, my, my training is a little unconventional. Um, I don't know if you recall the IRC days, the IRC Hmm. chat rooms back in the uh, back in the modem days. Well, this is where my journey into cybersecurity began my mentors were all these screen names you know these white hat black hat hackers mm. that you only know you know on a, on a screen so uh spend many many weeks and months you know on these rooms learning all sorts of things and the, the the information you know that i've acquired over you know a long stretch of time has been absolutely priceless i mean you cannot you cannot properly understand cybersecurity unless you're doing it from a mindset of a hacker is mm. okay, so if you want to learn how to how to hack the best teacher is someone who is actually doing it with someone who's done it before who can show you what to look for you know what are the weak points what are the strong points how to account for them and what have you
0: i'll just so interject been... that sorry yeah i was just going to say it's like uh even even with uh for a for someone to be a good cop they have to be a good robber right they have to have that same mindset and that's
1: Absolutely. You know, to, yeah. to, to, be, to, to find the bad guy, you have to think like one and to think mm-hmm. like one, well, you need to know how they think. And mm-hmm. that's where that knowledge comes in. So there is no such thing as good knowledge and bad knowledge. All knowledge is valuable. It's just how you how you apply it. You know, right. and you know, each piece fits in a different situation. But, you know, that's yeah, where the yeah. experience comes in. That's where the hands on um, every day, you know, scenarios come in yes it's important you know and like especially why it's valuable to bitcoin it's because well now you're dealing with money right Mm. so if you're going to become your own bank the whole idea of self-custody you need to secure that bank and since we've never had the concept of self-custody before we've never you know needed to be responsible for our own money well there's a lot of things that a lot of people just don't know because you know, well, they've never had to do it. It was somebody else's responsibility. You had to put your money in a bank, and that was supposedly safe. But as as it's been shown very clearly over the last you know few years, that this was a very critical mistake. It was one of the biggest lies that even for me was you know a big hit. And once I understood this, you know, there was no looking back. I mean, mm. once you start diving down that rabbit hole, understanding that the fiat system is one big scam one big lie that we've been fed for so many years well you know a rational person would get pissed because you know you just realize that you're wasting all this time and energy to literally fund thieves yes that are that that are robbing you of your time and energy and that's not right so uh once that clicks Mm. at least the way it did for me it's very hard to go back yeah and you know now it's one of my like missions or responsibilities if you want mm. to help push that education that awareness to as many people as possible it's a different it's a difficult task i mean it sounds a lot easier than it is but it's, it's it's very hard most people are not ready for this yep it scares it scares them it overwhelms them mm. but regardless i mean whether they accept it or not the result is the
0: same yes yeah i just wanted to because just back to your cyber security journey and uh is like you probably noticed that in the past as well it's from the white hats and black hats that you mentioned then the government started getting getting involved right like instead of and and they're getting involved in the sense they were funding the black hats and the white hats in one way and they were the highest bidders for zero day attacks yes
1: of course it's uh it's 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 extremely profitable that's why you know there's a lot of money to do this and you know those with the biggest well biggest if you have access to a money printer you have an infinite amount of funds so it's not surprising that governments usually fund these things you know in in private obviously nobody announces that they're yep. behind this of course you know because uh, They're here to protect you. Yes. So uh, (laughs) but yeah, a lot of them are are funded, you know, usually for nefarious uh, reasons, unfortunately. But luckily, there's a lot more people on the right side of history in that space than there are those working for governments right and that's something that often goes unnoticed i mean i've literally Mm. spoken to thousands of people that i've never met in real life to this day i only know them by nickname and you know over time you you know you you build a like an online relationship it's as if you've known them you know in real life but Mm. in reality you've never seen them and you will never see them because these guys are the ones that go you know completely anonymous in life they don't advertise anything they don't talk about what they do they don't say a word but these are the guys that are the most powerful behind the scenes because if they're going if they if they target a network there's a 95 percent chance they're going to break in unless they've guided you on how to protect it Hmm. okay so mm. this is where I got a lot of my knowledge in cybersecurity. You know, wow. I was just like a noob when I first started. I was, you know, very young, just out of curiosity, and you know, by maybe luck had a big part of it. But they took a liking to me, and I guess my questions were, you know, intelligent enough, you know, that they realized, okay, this guy really wants to learn, so let's mm. just have fun with him, you know. And so they were throwing all sorts of tasks at me, doing, you know, testing me and all that stuff, but. I did well, you know, like I learned Mm -hmm. this stuff fast because it's something that I just absorbed easily. And very quickly, I reached a level that even to this day, I remember them quoting. They're like, you know, we didn't expect you to come this far this fast. So uh, and this is where it dawned on me that, you know, this could be something that could be very useful. Yeah. And, um, you know, but when you do this for fun, as a passion, you don't think of it as a value-added service that you can offer the world. Because in my head, I assumed everybody knows this stuff. Mm. But then it took, you know, one incident to realize that, holy shit, man, nobody knows anything about this stuff. Yeah, you know, and, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, and I, I think it is. It's safe to say that the majority of people that are using whatever they. Most people are you know, using in the digital world, they don't, they are not aware, or then maybe not even aware of what the term zero day means, right? Like other than what's it capable of doing and like, yeah. And, and zero they, day means you
1: have no time to, <laughs> to protect yourself. Zero day means if you're hit, you're done. It's mm-hmm. game over. You know, that's what a zero day means. Like there's no time to fix it, no time to, to you know, to do anything. Okay. And those are the usually the most dangerous ones.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and the backdoors that are available to all these different applications that are commonly used applications as well. And and these backdoors are kept open because they're sort of, because like, you could say governments are funding them to stay open so that they have access to whatever sort of information they need, right? Yes,
1: absolutely. That's a very dangerous reality, unfortunately, that many are unaware of. You know, like you buy a device, you assume it's secure, but it may be secure for you, me, and your next door neighbor. But it's completely open for a bad actor, you know, possibly like a government who's paid whoever's made that device to keep it open you know, quietly. Mm. That's very dangerous because that means you, know, you are being watched and potentially leaking you know, very personal or sensitive information without you knowing.
0: Mm.
1: You know, and, and that's unconstitutional. You cannot do this, but it's being done anyhow.
0: Uh, how? And how? this is <sighs> sorry. Yeah, you sorry.
1: Go. No, and I'm saying, and this is where you really have to be vigilant in mm. what you use. I mean, there are many ways to hack someone. It's uh, it's not a handful of uh, of methods. I mean, security and creativity they go hand in hand, both for good and for bad. You know yes. uh, the like one big misconception that a lot of people have or rather a false sense of security is when you install antivirus software or malware software on your computer and they're like i'm safe i'm like no you're not and they're like yes i am i'm like no you're not and here's why you're not safe you're safe against everything that's known okay yeah. you are absolutely not safe against anything new mm. and nefarious actor that wants to do damage is going to write up a piece of malware tonight and release it into the wild an hour later your antivirus is not is not going to detect anything by the time the company detects it finds it troubleshoots it finds a patch the damage is done
0: Mm.
1: okay Mm. so don't get carried away with the whole notion of having an antivirus app is safe i mean it's good to have one obviously but just be aware that this will only protect you against known issues right nothing nothing new is protected zero absolutely not a single thing that's new is protected by your antivirus
0: yeah Uh, and another thing i yeah what i wanted to ask you is like how common are these backdoors that are existing like they're common Hmm. when
1: when the target
0: has value
1: okay and this Hmm. is where the Bitcoin space is a very important one. Many people may not be thinking of it as such today because it's only, well, 27,000, maybe 28 today due, due to the pump. But let me assure you, once it becomes worth millions of dollars or potentially billions of dollars, it will be a prime target. Okay, so the the probability of seeing a massive rise in phishing scams and hack scams and whatever you want to call it is going to be exponential and it's normal. Mm -hmm. It's expected. Yep. you have someone who doesn't have the asset. They want the asset. So they're going to do anything possible to try and steal it from unsuspecting individuals. And unfortunately, many will fall to this because not many take the right precautions to protect themselves. And, you know, until they get wrecked, you know, as they say, pain is your best teacher, Mm. then maybe they'll pay attention. So we're trying to front run this by providing best practices um, and tips and bring awareness to as many people as possible now, before the asset becomes this big and, you know, this big of a target so that you can continue sleeping well at night and not have to panic, you know, Mm. When all hell breaks loose uh
0: we you said we are going to like you you spoke about a team we haven't like while we are recording we haven't covered that off yet like so so maybe we can go there but uh we but we sort of glossed over when you found bitcoin do you want to like yeah sure when and how yeah
1: i found bitcoin let's say maybe a little over six seven six seven years ago i mean i first time i found bitcoin was in 2012 but like Mm. many people i ignored it like a dummy because you know i thought okay whatever it's something cool but i never really gave it much thought and that was you know that was mistake number one and it's a type of mistake that you never repeat so i focused on it again about six or seven years ago when i started seeing you know all hell break loose in the financial markets Um, when i started uh, hearing the news about uh, banks stealing people's funds you know globally uh people being locked out of their their bank accounts and finally understanding that you know the money in the bank is not yours i mean that thought never occurred to me because nobody ever you know taught me this you know it's not something you learn in schools obviously because it's all part of the scam right to keep you uninformed yep. but yep. the money in the bank is not yours there's no bank that's safe if the bank decides for whatever reason that you know they need the money well Legally, you've signed it off to them. They, they technically have to give you like an IOU, but they don't legally have to give it to you anymore. So when I started seeing this happen in real life to families, especially recently in, in Lebanon, when people literally went to bed one night, woke up the next day completely bankrupt because um, credit, ca- credit cards stopped working. No, nobody was answering the phone at the bank. You know, fast forward three years later, the money is hyperinflated to, to, to God knows what. If you had a million dollars USD in a Lebanese bank account, now it's worth a few hundred bucks. Mm. So can you imagine the psychological, you know, trauma this does on a family or someone that, you know, thought they were, you know, properly accounted for during their retirement. They woke up at 60, 65 with nothing, literally nothing except for what's in their pockets. And, you know, when, when things like this happen, well, you know, you can expect the unexpected. And this is the scary reality about this situation. The Fiat Ponzi is at its end. It's going to collapse. There's no, uh, there's no, maybe it's going to collapse. It's going to collapse. It's a, it's a mathematical mm. certainty. Now, which countries collapse first, obviously, you know, the strongest currencies will be one of the last to fall, but ultimately they will fall. So what's the solution here? And this brings us back to bitcoin. This is what mm. led me back. I'm like, "Hold on a second, there has to be something to fix this. There has to be a solution to this." And you know, like everybody else dabbled into, you know, the whole shitcoin things thinking, you know, it's a it's a it's part of the solutions, decentralized and what have you. But then you quickly realize that there's nothing mm. decentralized about any of the shitcoins and the only true king of the hill is bitcoin because of the one and noble act that satoshi nakamoto did was to completely vanish when no one was looking that was the key if anyone was paying attention during maybe the first two three four years of bitcoin maybe they could have killed it but not anymore you know so that was you know that's why i say luck i think had a big part of our 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 blessings today that it went unnoticed for such a long time And it's reached the point today that it's so decentralized and so secure. But more importantly, there's tons of eyes on it now that are protecting it. Yes. Okay. so the the Bitcoin network effects are at an all time high. The Bitcoin hash rate is at an all time high. Investments Mm. in the Bitcoin ecosystem is at an all time high. Mm. There's no nation state that can stop this. And I think they've realized it now and they're panicking, but it's too late. And that's yep. good for humanity.
0: Yes, 100 percent. I mean, well said. And, and, and even if today, if Satoshi, if someone, whoever, he, she comes up and says, I am Satoshi, it doesn't really matter, right? Because, no. yeah, they, even if yeah, they, they chop off his head or her head or whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. It's gone beyond that point.
1: Absolutely. I mean, if I were Satoshi and I really wanted to make this noble act I would have destroyed my keys myself so that even if I decided one day for whatever, you know, delusional reason I want to come back, I couldn't. Hmm. And I have a feeling that someone in his shoes that would create something for the benefit of the world in such a scale would have likely done something like this, yep. or they've passed away.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And now, you know, then, then, then he's not... taking those, then he's taking those keys with him. Right. Right. or her I don't know I mean we don't know who, who yeah, it is
0: yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, okay so I mean we s- sort of spoke about like all these backdoors, zero days etc cetera, etc cetera. does open source software sort of uh, is a solution to all of that
1: it helps a lot it absolutely helps a lot because now you've got many eyes double checking, triple checking, you know, the the code behind something that you're using. So the risks of, you know, bad actors or bad intentions inserting malicious code become, you know, very close to zero, depending on how popular, you know, the uh, piece of code is.
0: Uh, V, how about you sort of break down what open source is for someone who's never heard the term?
1: Well, open source, basically, like, for example, like the, the Bitcoin code is open source like if you were a developer and understood that language you could go and see it and read it and understand how it's put together you can even clone it you can you know hard fork your own version of bitcoin call it uh, batman coin call it whatever you want you know i mean you can you can literally do this so anyone can audit the code to to ensure that there's no um you know nefarious lines being inserted here and there that no one's playing around with it no one's changing you know, uh, the, the rules of the ecosystem. Like, there's too many eyes on it. And that's a good thing in terms of security because, you know, should something come up, it will be identified almost instantly and fixed, you know, almost that fast yeah. versus a closed source app where you have to 100% trust whoever's coding it, mm. OK? So this is why, especially, you know, in the Bitcoin in the Bitcoin sphere, you absolutely do not want to engage in any hardware or software that is not open source or verifiably verifiable source. Because you are taking one heck of a risk hoping that the other side, you know, continues to be a good actor.
0: Mm, mm. Uh, yeah, that was that was a good sort of overall definition of why open source is sort of a solution uh and yeah going back to you mentioned we uh you said we a few times like as in we do this so maybe now is a great time to bring your uh, your company or, or what exactly it is the the bitcoin way what would you call it is it a company and yeah yes and absolutely. Give an introduction
1: yeah absolutely so basically the Bitcoin Way was created to help fast-track the onboarding of individuals and businesses into Bitcoin. So you can think of us as uh, like an IT team in the Bitcoin space. All right. So we we cover everything We're from you know cold wallets to nodes to helping you purchase no KYC Bitcoin to inheritance planning to integrating Bitcoin payments into your system into your business if you've got a business that you're worried has a weak network you know we have a cybersecurity team extremely qualified fully certified to do an in-depth analysis uncover all your weak points provide you know solutions to you know to, to close any any found gaps and what have you and we take care of all the technical stuff especially you know for individuals in the Bitcoin space that often come to us a little overwhelmed mm as to they don't know where to begin and that's mostly like it's a very popular reason as to why a lot of people don't get into bitcoin it's not because they don't want to it's because right. it it petrifies them and they know enough to understand that if they make a mistake well then you know they can potentially lose all their money and very few people are willing to take that risk so what we do is that we do all the technical stuff for them with them obviously it's an interactive uh, it's an interactive handheld service Right. and once once we're done they are bulletproof and airtight or as close nice. to it as possible and mm-hmm. you know we follow up we stay on top of things you know considering that Bitcoin is progressing technology so things you know change improve mm-hmm. you know so maybe there's updates upgrades fine-tunes changes that are required yep. to keep the whole you know being your own bank setup relevant and that's especially important as well with inheritance planning you know like when we put yes. an inheritance plan for someone we're doing it today if they pass away in 50 years you know there's like a million things that could have changed between now and then so we regularly visit this plan and you know tweak whatever changes are required in order to keep it relevant for you know as long yes. as possible
0: yeah yeah awesome. so that's
1: essentially what we do at the
0: at the bitcoin way at the bitcoin way okay uh so is and this is you mentioned businesses and individuals as well so like what do businesses like yeah you want to sort of elaborate a bit on like individual services versus businesses
1: yeah well the ind- individuals mostly come to us they want to save in Bitcoin they want to mm. save in Bitcoin they want to buy Bitcoin they want to you know get it off the exchange they want to know what are the best practices in order mm. to keep their Bitcoin safe they ask us you know should I be spending it where do I put it which apps do I use you know all, all these you know expected questions And so we sit down, every single one of them, and we have a conversation to begin with. We offer a free 30-minute call for everyone. It's an introductory call just to get to know you a bit better, see where you're at and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we personalize the entire experience. So if you have nothing, um, we send you a list of recommended uh, cold wallets, for example, to begin and right. then once that stage is done then we move you on to the bitcoin node because we're very strong proponents that every single bitcoiner must be running a node you know it's not we don't consider it as an optional thing for mm. us it's a mandatory thing if you want to be truly 100 sovereign and private without the node you're neither so mm. we make that you know we we explain that really well we you know send and recommend you know the hardware that you know we've tested ourselves that we know meets our you know strict list of criteria then the individual buys whichever one they want we the Bitcoin doesn't sell anything like we don't sell any hardware or software we only make recommendations based on our testing so yeah and that's very important because we have no financial incentive to align ourselves with anyone um we stick to the Bitcoin ethos 100 all right in that sense like Mm. for example all hardware that we recommend is only open source or verifiable source. We do not recommend collaborate or work with any project that does censorship on any level that collaborates with chain analysis on any level. We do not recommend or work with them whatsoever. You know, we, we stick, we've read the white paper. We know it well. We know what the Bitcoin ethos is. Mm. We stick to it. We stick to it. If you want these other things, you just might as well just stay in fiat.
0: All right, exactly. If you're, going, yeah.
1: if you're going to do Bitcoin properly, well, then you're going to, we're going to show you how it's done properly, All right. But but the onus of responsibility is going to be you. Yep. That's that's the big clincher that people are going to have to accept. And it's not that scary once it's explained to you properly. OK, like when I sit down with someone, I don't speak to them um, like engineer to engineer. I speak to all individuals, especially when I know they're not technical people. Like they're, you know, like a, like a five-year-old and that's mm-hmm. not to be, and that's not to be disrespectful. That's just because I need to make sure that they understand this language really well yes. so that their anxiety levels go down. Yep. Okay. Most people are, you know, are anxious about the unknown. So yeah, yeah. we make the, we make the unknown easy to understand. And once that's grasped, things progress smoothly
0: yeah i think a major factor is that for so long that we've gotten dependent on these centralized entities to secure our funds like we oh, all like it's it's safe at the bank and they manage everything for us right like or, or whatever these entities are a fund etc etc uh, i think our, like our grandparents had a like, better control like oh this is our gold we're gonna dig a hole below the basement or whatever it was and like that's how we're gonna yes. keep it safe <laughs> so And people and now when they are like, and and that's substantial wealth, that was it could have been the entire family's wealth, that like uh, grandparents were sort of keeping safe. And now people don't want to take that responsibility anymore, right? And then they seek uh, either like safe. And that's the major concern, I guess, or major point of anxiety.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. But at the same time, it's like a double edged sword, you know, like you're afraid to make a mistake to lose your money. But at the same time, you don't want to leave your funds in the conventional system because you know it's going to be stolen from you. So what do you yep. do? You know, you're know, you like sort of stuck between a rock and a hard place. So we try to make the choice easy by okay. explaining everything and, you know, demystifying that mm-hmm. unknown.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, wh- why the emphasis on running a node?
1: Well, because without running a node, like I said, you're not 100% sovereign or private in the sense that, the node does three main things. All right. So it significantly adds to the decentralization and security of the Bitcoin blockchain in general, which benefits, you know, every single individual, but more specifically, it keeps everything about you private. So all the transactions that you're making, um, you know, anything that's related to your Bitcoin, what, how much you have, what you buy, what you sell mm-hmm. is a hundred percent private. You're not leaving fingerprints of any of that activity on somebody else's node, like on public servers. Yeah. So. If you're concerned about this and you should be, you need a node because that's the only way where you're going to seal that, you know, that bank of yours, that ecosystem to to make sure that, you know, what you do is your business. If you want to tell someone about it, that's fine. But otherwise, you know, it remains private as it should be. And this is something, you know, like uh, most people don't take too, too seriously at the moment. Again, because possibly because the price of Bitcoin is not high enough for people to start you know jumping up and down but once it becomes once it breaks the six digit and higher mm. you know you are going to wish you had done this properly from the get-go
0: right 100 percent. yeah yeah I mean it's uh it's something that is it doctors say it or parents say it, but it's like you want to take the precaution before like Searching for the cure right? Like you want to have these Absolute, precautions. Yeah. yeah, I mean
1: you, you don't want to wait till you know the damage is done to try to mm-hmm. fix it. You know, you take precautions to prevent the damage. yeah yep. So uh and the bitcoin and running a bitcoin node is not expensive. I mean yep. it's it's not expensive nor is it complicated. I mean, if you're worried about the costs of it, um energy costs, it's less than five dollars a year. And once it's properly set up and configured, it's literally a small box that sits. Plug to the wall and connect it to your router. That's it. You just your wallets are configured to always go through that node, no matter where you are physically, whether you're home, on vacation, on the moon. It doesn't really matter as long as you're connected to the Internet. You're transacting through that node privately as you should be.
0: Yep, 100% agree. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I've been experimenting with nodes for a long time, and that's that's how it should be. Yes.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, Yeah, I just, I just thought I'd like ask you that so that, yeah, people that are listening know why, and from your perspective, what's the significance and importance of running a node? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, What's the, so if someone that comes to you and they want to purchase now through the Bitcoin wave website, it says like, oh, you're going to help them with no KYC Bitcoin purchases. So, how do you want to like elaborate a bit on that how do you like talk yeah sure of
1: course of course um just to be clear we don't sell any Bitcoin we're not a financial institution by any stretch what we do is that we show you how it's done okay by uh by give by by explaining to you what platforms you know you can interact with how the process go will hand hold you through like an example test run if you want to show you, you know, how to buy or how to sell, you know, peer to peer, how the whole, you know, the whole mechanism works so that you can do it on your own whenever you want later on. So having no KYC Bitcoin is obviously, you know, very, very important and valuable for obvious reasons. You know, again, especially when the price becomes, you know, parabolically larger than it is now. Yes. People are going to want to make sure that, you know, there there's no info about them. Mm. you know regarding their bitcoin holdings elsewhere and that's where the kyc becomes becomes a potential problem because kyc is is marketed as you know for your protection (laughs) but Mm -hmm. the reality is there's nothing about it is for your protection there's zero about kyc that's for anybody's protection it is all about the surveillance and control of everything you do financially that's all it's for but here's the kicker here's the danger Whenever you submit your information somewhere, it doesn't really matter where it is. When Bitcoin becomes what hypothetical, let's say it's a million bucks, all right? Well, there's going to be a lot of people that want it. So what are they going to do? The increased hacking attempts are going to occur. So if a centralized exchange gets targeted and gets hacked, well, whoever hacked it is no idiot. They They hacked it for a specific reason. They know exactly what they're going after. If your name is on that list of, of data that they extracted from that exchange well then you have a possible problem on your hand because now hacker knows that mr or mrs x owns this amount of bitcoin and they know exactly where to find you what your address what your phone number is they know everything right so so depending on the value well how are you going how would you deal with this problem this is mm. something that a lot of people are not aware of because mm. we've never had anything that's so scarce and valuable, okay? So we've never really reached these extreme scenarios. But now we're living in one. We're not at that stage yet, but it's coming. And this is why you need to take the precautions for this now, not when you're already in panic mode. Yep. Okay. Yep. So this is where we, uh, we provide a lot of education and knowledge um about the two you know the advantages of kyc and no kyc the advantage of kyc right now is that it's convenient because you know yes. it's, it's it's very similar to what you're accustomed to to, to doing in the in the traditional financial world mm. but as you can see if you follow the news you know a lot of these on-ramps are being closed you know they're giving people a hard time sending money to exchanges to buy, buy uh, bitcoin or otherwise it's just crypto in general is mm. being blocked and there's a very good reason for this it's because it is a viable exit from the system and those that are running the cartel don't like this okay
0: yeah
1: so these efforts may pose a problem in the short term I don't think they're effective in the long term uh Bitcoin is not going anywhere that's for sure crypto in general whether you know shit coins or not the technology is not going anywhere. It's being adopted more and more uh, globally. There's many countries that are embracing it because they see the advantages that it, you know, could potentially bring. So all these nefarious actions are going to be short-lived, in my opinion. But you know, if you're stuck in a jurisdiction, you know, that's giving you a hard time, well, you know, you have to deal with it. And you have to, I guess, I don't know, be creative in how you deal with it because um, yeah. they're going to do whatever they can to keep you stuck in their system, yes. and you don't want to be stuck in a system that is designed one to steal from you and two to enslave you. So it's 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 it's, it's crystal clear at this point, you know what the intentions are.
0: Hundred percent, yeah. I mean, the, just I just remembered, like while you were speaking, was the ledger hack where someone hacked into ledger and the database was leaked and basically it showed and all, all, all that it gave out was names and addresses of people that purchased the ledger devices right but what happened yes. from there was that one example is the hex coin guys were emailing this one shitcoin coin was sending emails to this list of people saying buy this crypto so it was just a uh, yeah, just that database was used like that. Another another attack was like, oh, if you if you're not going to send me x amount of Bitcoin, I'm going to come and smash your car windows. I know where you live. I'm going to come with break and smash your car windows. And and uh, and potentially the other risk would be like actually someone ending up coming to your property, right? So so that's and and we and like for people that are purchasing KYC, imagine that when yeah as V was pointing out that price has reached a million dollars per coin or whatever, six figures per coin and, 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 that, and all your information is leaked or available like a honeypot at some exchange. And
1: that, that, that by the way, this applies to anything that you, uh, you buy that's Bitcoin related. It doesn't necessarily mean it's mm. just limited to buying Bitcoin. Um, If you buy Bitcoin related merchandise or Bitcoin related, whatever it is, okay, and the merchant on the other side is also storing your information, Hmm. you know, like a hacker is not only going to target an exchange. If there's a popular Bitcoin Hmm. vendor, whatever it is, let's say they're selling T-shirts or whatever, I don't know, like uh, something that's popular, Hmm. they're also, you know, a potential target because indirectly anyone, you know, buying stuff from there, there's a very high probability that they're, you know, they hold Bitcoin. Otherwise, why would they buy it? So what are, what are, so there are very creative ways to get around this, this issue. And, you know, we provide a lot of, you know, tips and, you know, best practices to sort of make sure that you're less at risk than just, you know, blatantly just going there, putting in your information, your credit card and just checking out like you know we've normally done you know yes for forever because we are dealing with an asset that we've never seen before that's that's the main distinguisher here if we were buying regular t-shirts who cares you know but you know you're, you're you're dealing with an asset that is finite in supply whose purchasing power is appreciating to levels no one's seen before that's the difference
0: now I have this one question. You can choose not to answer it if it is uh, sort of leaking information that you don't want to share, like sharing information that you don't want to share. Is okay. that with your in with the inheritance planning or even with some of your clients? Uh, do you all do like a multi-six setup, or it's everything is owned by the client? And if well, you this to- is yeah. no, I,
1: that's fine. I mean, this is very. It's a it's a personalized approach mm-hmm. that we. Uh, That we we take when it comes to these things we don't want to be responsible for people's uh, for people's money okay i mean Mm -hmm. so we are big on the whole self-custody thing where we encourage people to become responsible you know for their own assets we teach them how to do it we're always available for support should they need it but primarily they're the ones that are um you know responsible for this i'm not a big fan of trusting other people simply because maybe I'm biased because of my background. But I can tell you Mm -hmm. one thing that people problems are much harder to troubleshoot than technical ones. I mean, I've, I've encountered situations with people that are to this day unresolved, Mm. okay? Um, things may start off good with good intentions, but like I said, unforeseen circumstances could happen. Mm. and when they go bad they get really bad really quickly so multi-sig is a good approach of doing things but you have to be very careful as to how you implement it and there is no copy paste off the shelf solution to multi-sig even though technically when you read it yes you know it seems pretty straightforward but it's not because you are dealing with many variables that you may or may not um have full control over so for example If you're splitting your multi-sig in different geographic locations, do you always have access to these locations Mm. at all times? That's one. In a case of emergency, can you get to them really quickly? Yeah. That's not, that's another one. The people safeguarding, you know, your, your, your keys at these locations, can you trust them? Do you have absolute trust in them? That's yeah. one thing. What if they, what if they fail? What if they get compromised? Mm-hmm. What, like, there's a lot of what ifs. Yes. You know? Yes. 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 So if you don't have rock solid answers to all these questions, <laughs> then you have to consider the approach carefully. Right? So it's not just like a blind thing. Yeah. Yeah. multi sig is secure. That's what I want. And like, mm-hmm. you know, life goes on. That this is not the approach that we take. This is why we always have a conversation, like a deep conversation with every single person. We take into account their background, their technical skills, the, if there's other, you know, parties involved in the setup that they're envisioning, are they technical people or not, you know? So all of these little details are important and we factor them all in before making any decision. So we don't have an off the shelf solution so i Mm. can't give you a straight answer even if i wanted to because i have to customize one for you based on your circumstance and your needs and this is what we do i mean this is where we bring in a lot of you know the cybersecurity knowledge you know Mm. becomes very valuable in this because the best security is the one that no one knows about except for you okay so creativity creativity plays a big role in this Yep, yep, and you can only get creative with cybersecurity when you know a lot about it and you've experienced many years seeing all sorts of scenarios play out. You, you it becomes easier to put together something unique.
0: Yes, yes, and and as something that you be touched upon early in the conversation is like having that criminal a criminal mindset, right? Like to know to think from that perspective. Yes.
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, if you if you have more awareness as to how a bad actor could potentially, you know, do something well, you could mitigate that risk better than someone that has no clue.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It doesn't mean you're going to be 100% effective at all times, but your chances of being effective are much higher than someone who has no knowledge of this.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean, just this, this thought just reminded me of jujitsu is like, uh, I don't know if you're aware of the martial art, but like, unless, of course. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you, you, know, how someone is going to do a certain move and you're only able to counter it because you know what that, yeah, where that leads to. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So, it's, so it's very similar to cybersecurity. And I guess that's what, you know, separates us um, a little bit from others in the space that are like solely focused mm. on the product itself. Yes. You know, like, I mean, we obviously deal with the products that are required to make you you know, fully sovereign. But before we even get to the Bitcoin, we account for many other elements around your sovereignty that have nothing to do with Bitcoin. Like, for example, we can go as far as making sure that your router is properly set up, is Mm. your computer secure? You know, like you're 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 interfacing with all these things. It's not just a cold wallet and that's it well the cold wallet you know connects to your router to connect to the internet if yes. your router is compromised you have a problem but mm. most people don't think about this they just assume it's fine again it may be fine today because you're not a target of attack when Bitcoin becomes worth a billion dollars everything becomes a target of attack right yes yes, so yes yes we start to think about these things now Mm. in order to be better prepared. Like I said, there's no there's no 100% bulletproof solution here, but you can absolutely take measures to minimize that risk. Anyone that tells you I have the I have 100% bulletproof solution is lying. There's no such thing. I can confirm that with 100% certainty. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be someone as smart as you think you are. There's always going to be someone smarter than you or more creative than you. Yes so yeah being complacent is a death wish mm. you know remaining relevant doing the work all the time to you know, stay up to date learning 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 yes. even i learn after 25 years i learn every day and i'm proud to and i'm proud to admit it because there's a lot to learn yes. you know, there's as, as much as i know i'm fully aware that there are people out there that are much more creative than i am and i learn from them i respect their knowledge yes you know so yeah, yeah, yeah. that is what brings value to the space this is why if we do a setup together right now and you're mm. extremely happy with it and so are we in 6 months i'll call you up and i'll tell you listen this 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 are different now it's recommended that we change fine tune do something
0: that's awesome yeah and okay. yeah and i think so... So... So, yeah, I mean, like, I think the space, or at least I have not come across anything in the space like the services that you're offering. Yes, yeah, especially like fine-tuning aspects of it, like going forward. Because, yeah, as I was sort of pointing out before we started recording is that, yeah, I mean, I've been in the space for a while and like I've worked with uh, a few Bitcoin companies. And yeah, I mean, like there's different offerings but especially like that's what i found interesting is and and your company name itself says it all right like the bitcoin way because you yeah. want to do it yeah you want to do it one is no kyc it's important you emphasize the importance of running a node which is also part of the bitcoin ethos and uh, the main thing is like having the cypherpunk ethos, right? Like of do, selecting tools and uh, solutions that are open source, verifiable. Yeah, uh, and I, I guess like uh, and handholding, handholding people that are like anxi- like are filled with anxiety, especially as they're like, oh, I want to secure my. Uh, generational wealth or e- e- even whatever it is like it might it might not be substantial to you and me but it might it must be very important to the client or user itself like it's this absolutely is, yeah
1: absolutely yeah. I mean our security protocols apply to everyone regardless of their net worth mm-hmm. you know like you said I mean if someone has ten thousand in savings and someone has 10 million. For us, the security protocols that we adhere to are the same for both. There's no such thing as, you know, less for one and more for another. That's not how we operate. And another big distinguishing factor is that when I came into the Bitcoin space, I, I knew full well that this thing requires a very serious attention. Mm. We're not selling chairs here or it's not another cool fad that we're dealing with. Yeah, it may seem like it now because, you know, for whatever reasons, Mm -hmm. but when this thing goes, becomes more of a standard and goes global and people realize that, holy shit, this is money that can fully own. And it's purchasing power goes through the roof. You know, there's a lot of security protocols that need to come and play in here. This is very serious. It's like I said, it's not a fad and we approach it with this mindset so that I make sure you understand that this setup, this being your own bank, yep. you have to guard with your life
0: mm. if
1: you care about your money. It's not something that you have and you leave in the cupboard and you're like, okay, I have it and I'm cool. No, you know, you guard this with your life because it literally is your money. If you're careless about it or you take shortcuts about it and just one incident, Goes wrong, you're finished.
0: Yep. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Okay, all right. Yeah.
1: So this needs to be properly engraved in everyone's minds from now to the end of time. If they're coming into Bitcoin and they're serious about protecting their wealth, you cannot take this casually. Mm. And you know, we do our best yes. to to put out you know the knowledge and education. And help to ensure
0: that you know more people understand this. No, that's yeah, absolutely agree. Like, yeah, people tend to, yeah, as you said, like it's oh, for some time, for some people, it's like a pass, they think it's like a phase or it's just a passing thing, like oh, I'm investing in Bitcoin, and yeah, and they just come here for like, oh, number go up or whatever it is, or even if they, they say, or they want to say, oh, we're sticking for the. They're not anticipating of like what's what is gonna happen or what could happen in the future, especially like uh, yeah, as these attack vectors keep open and uh, opening up, and yes, and absolutely. they will and they will right like as you've been saying throughout this conversation. One thing that you pointed out was multi six is like oh even if we sec- like you were are talking about like when we distribute these keys. And you pointed out like, oh, are you able to trust this person and et cetera, et cetera. But another aspect is uh, even if you're able to trust this person, even if this person is totally uh, trustworthy to you, uh, you would have also have to consider the fact that you're putting them at risk. They're going to be that's an a, attack. That's, yeah. That's also a very good
1: point that, you know, most people don't even consider. Hmm. You know, on, are you sure like this person that you're entrusting is never going to talk about this to anyone? Have you ever yeah. had a grandmother not discuss, you know, <laughs> her, uh, yeah, <laughs> her neighborhood's activities, you know, with her friends? Yeah. You know, like it may yeah. si- seem like a minute detail, but all it takes is for something like this to blow up an entire setup. Yeah. You know, so. Again, it comes down to there is no perfect solution. There's no 100% mm. fail-proof solution. It all, all, all approaches have their own trade-offs. It's, it comes down to finding the best balance of security, best practices, and usability for every yes. individual. This is why it's personalized. You are not the same as your neighbor, and they're not the same as their neighbor even mm. though you may share some commonality in your setups, like you, you both have cold wallets, you both have nodes. Okay, fine. But beyond that, that's where, that's where the magic comes into play. That's where your model is different from his. So if he decides one day, okay, I'm going to come steal your stuff. And he's, mm. like, he's applying his setup to yours. It won't work.
0: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. percent. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So this is where the whole cybersecurity, you know, Approach and best practices become really valuable because you become, you, unique or more unique,
0: more unique than an yeah.
1: off than an off the shelf solution. You know.
0: Yep. Yep. I agree. Yeah. And 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 w- within Bitcoin itself, like people are thinking on these lines, and there are solutions being built, like, and each one better or different, and as you pointed out, unique than the other. Like, there's a you have your 24 words you have your passphrase you have your multi-six you have your uh multi-vendor multi-six you have your your you see xr yeah you have like all these different sort of solutions
1: yeah but even even those i mean you know like metal plates these are fantastic products i mean a lot Mm. of companies make some amazing products for the seat plates and all that stuff that's great they're the product itself does the work yes but If you assume you're safe, just because you bought one, you're making Mm. a fatal mistake, you may have the best seat plate on the market. Okay. (laughs) That plate does its job. It protects you against fire, water, corrosion, all that stuff. Mm. But if you lose it, or if somebody finds that plate, then what? Mm. So then your entire thing goes out the window. Even though the product itself is not to blame, Mm. it comes down on the user responsibility. So, yeah. how do you use these products in the best possible, most secure ways? Yes. That's where creativity, cybersecurity, mm. best practices
0: come in. Yes, yes. I was going to say, yeah. So, what's the like? We probably touched upon the reasoning for starting the Bitcoin Way, but when when did the Bitcoin Way come out to be? Like, how how long is it in the market for now? um we made
1: our first um, public view if you want at Bitcoin Prague we had a we had a we had a booth there recently and yeah it was okay. in summer summer 2023 right and uh we made our first you know public appearance there and it was oh. a very nice success I mean we were we were overwhelmed with um the response of, you know, all those that came up to us, I mean, there was a lot of intrigue, you know, the Bitcoin way, like, what do you guys do? We've never seen something like this before, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, we went out about explaining who we are, what we do, why we do, uh, you know, the, what we're doing. And, you know, surprisingly the reaction was like, oh my gosh, you know, like, I mean, I need this. You know, and then we realized that, yeah, I mean, a lot of people need this. I mean, I knew Mm. people needed this simply because like, once I understood how it worked, I'm like, hold on a second. This is not just I.T. This Mm. is I.T. with an exponential cybersecurity encryption and all that stuff packaged in one because you're dealing with money. The one thing that every human being needs it's not an option you need it to live you don't have money you're done you can't do anything so it's not an optional product that you're going to maybe want to get you're going to need it if you want to live as a free individual it is the only asset you can own to ensure that but you know everybody's going to want it you're not you're not unique in the fact that you find it valuable there's 8 billion people that uh on earth that one day are going to realize everything we're discussing today and yes. they're going to want to they're going to want a piece of it and they're mm. going to want to protect it with their own lives as well because of all the reasons that we discussed
0: 100 percent. yeah 100 yeah. uh that's awesome you guys like uh yeah announced at prague and for sure like yeah if by describing what the ethos is and uh what the offerings are, particularly, you would know, have gotten a great, yeah. So, uh, maybe, uh, you, yeah. You want to sort of share like who's part of the team and, uh, at the Bitcoin way. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're, uh, we're three co-founders. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's myself, Andy and Ahmed. Um, we're like the face of the Bitcoin way, you know, very active on social media and what have you. Um, obviously, we have a team that we work with, you know, to uh, to, to fill in certain tasks and roles. Yep. Um, but we are doing our part to raise awareness about Bitcoin, obviously, but Bitcoin in self custody and why it's important and why people should be taking it extremely seriously, um, because you know of you know all the reasons that you know we, we discussed already. And we you know we're, we're doing our best to really fast track the onboarding of as many folks into the space as possible before they, you know, end up in a situation where they have to do it,
0: hmm.
1: you, know, yes. like you don't want to be stuck before you realize that you want it, because then it's going to get very, very difficult and potentially very, very expensive. And you may not be able to do it at that point in time. So that's also something to keep in mind, you know.
0: Um, another question that I had was: Is the the company itself? Is it a self-funded company? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, we are one hundred percent self-funded, mm. and uh, yeah, everything you see out there from the Bitcoin way comes from us. Nice. So we are doing, you know, playing our role in society, you know, with the hopes to make a positive impact with all those that. Uh, you know we're fortunate enough
0: to speak to 100 that's yeah excellent yeah and maybe to close off we uh, do you from your perspective do you want to share some tips that people that are listening could take to have a better setup or security wise uh... yeah
1: absolutely i mean in bitcoin fundamentally there's a lot you can do but before you do any of it and this is something i tell everyone that i speak to you need two things you need a cold wallet and you need a node properly set up. Bulletproof airtight setup. Once that back end is in place, the foundation that you're standing on is solid. So then anything you want to do later on, whether it's you know buying no KYC Bitcoin, whether it's inheritance planning, whatever it is, doesn't matter, mm. becomes easy to scale because you know that at the back end, everything is going to a secure location that it's in your self custody, no one has access to this except for you or someone that you've entrusted to, Mm. uh, you know, to, to know this stuff as well. But at the base level, cold wallet and a node properly set up without this, you're neither sovereign or private 100%. And this is something we're very keen on. Mm. Yep.
0: Agree. And, uh. Yeah, I mean, V, you wanna share like the best places people can find you, and and the website, and I'll have all, and I'll add all of it in the show notes. But maybe someone that is just listening, you can just share that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm very active on Twitter and Noster. My Twitter handle is, you know, as you see here, the V4BTC. There's also the Bitcoin Way's Twitter handle that's very active. It's the Bitcoin Way underscore uh my Nostar NPUB pub is in my profile so anyone that you know wants to follow me there you know you're welcome just you know, copy paste it and you know follow along I usually follow everyone back if you want to reach me Twitter the, Twitter email website everybody's welcome at any time um we offer a free 30-minute intro call to everybody so even if you don't want to do anything and you just want to talk ask you know, quick questions you're welcome to do so you can book um, an, an appointment from our Calendly page on our website. You know That fits your schedule. And uh, once it's booked, we get on a call 30 minutes and we take it from there.
0: Nice, nice. Awesome. Uh, yeah, thanks. Vee. And for the people that are listening, I'll drop everything in the show notes as well. So yeah, thanks for making the time. And yeah, it was really fun speaking with you. And yeah, it was yes. an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks guys for tuning in and if you enjoyed the show, all I ask is that you share it with one other person and I also recommend that you use podcasting 2.0 apps like Breeze or FM. I'll link them down below. This will help you earn Bitcoin while you listen and it will also help support the show. Once again, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you in the next one.